everyone good morning good evening good afternoon good day good night whatever time it is wherever you are thank you guys so much for clicking onto this podcast if you are a weekly listener thank you so much that takes commitment and um i know that i work super hard on this so i'm really glad that people are listening to it and if this is your first episode welcome my name's amy this is the dear teenage girl podcast where we talk about different Um, teenage girl situations and how to handle them with a Christian perspective because trust me I know being a teenage girl kind of sucks at some points I mean it has its it has its um, advantages its pros definitely but I mean sometimes it can be hard Um, and I would say especially when we're a Christian but at the same time when we're a Christian we also have uh, like almost like a superpower or like a yeah a superpower that can help us get through it and so i thought i would share my knowledge with you guys because i always wish i had someone like that in my life anyway um it's about 9 54 here and so this is like my i don't even know how many times recording the intro because i'm definitely more of a morning person my brain works a lot better in the morning um even though like for a lot of people 9:51 is not that late for me my brain is already shut off so like we're going to try to get through this and it's going to be fun um so yeah i just wanted to say that if you are a younger listener that is fine i love you thank you for supporting me thank you so much for listening but for this specific episode i would say if you haven't listened to an episode before this, I would listen to that one instead of this one. Um, and also, if you maybe like are not super young, but you are like the Bible says, innocent as a dove, then I mean, like I said, go back, listen to another podcast. If you've all caught up or you've listened to them all, then maybe just wait for next week because this week's topic is going to be about pornography. And so since I haven't personally um, struggled with pornography, we're not going to be going into it too deeply, but it is, if you might feel uncomfortable with that, then I would say just like, there's nothing wrong in skipping this episode, Um, but if you do struggle with pornography or you want to learn more about it, then I mean, this is a great episode to just kind of learn more about pornography and the effects that it has on you. So I guess without further ado, I'm rambling on, so let's get into the episode. Alright, so last week we talked about the importance of how we should be discerning um, to what we listen to because it will definitely affect the way that we think. And so the phrase I used last week, and it was the title of last week's episode, was garbage in, garbage out. So in case you missed last week's episode, I would definitely recommend that you go listen to it after this episode, but I'll kind of recap it. We just kind of talked about how swearing or listening to inappropriate music can affect our thoughts and our actions and our words. So um, one example is I usually like to start my day off listening to some good old worship music. I have a super long playlist called Hands Up Worship. It's like six hours, has so many of my favorite um worship songs which i guess six hours doesn't really mean anything like it's not like oh my goodness six hours there's a lot of songs because half of the songs are like 11 minutes but that's besides the point 
Um, I just feel like when I'm listening to that um, worship music, I find I feel so calm, so joyful, so relaxed. And then my brain is hearing this uplifting message of like Jesus and his love for me. And then it like stays with me throughout the day and I start to feel better and I allow that love that I just experienced through like these songs um, to flow through me to others. But then I also find that when I'm at school and I'm around people who swear a lot or if I'm listening to a lot of like sexual musics or movies with inappropriate context or excessive swearing, um, it also affects how I react and it's more of a negative way. And it just really shows us that um, what, what you're listening to, like if it's garbage, it will come out. So I'd be like, okay, Amy. So what does that have to do with this week? So last week you may have remembered that short little Sunday school song I said. It was like, oh, be careful little ears what you hear. Um, so I thought that this week we should talk about the second verse, which is, oh, be careful little eyes what you see. Um, so why do we need to be careful with what you see? I would say that this is something to be encouraged by and challenged by. So we need to know that we need to keep our mind on a purpose that God has given us to love him, honor him, worship him. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, in everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the Father um, through him. And in 1 Corinthians 6.20 it says, For you were um, bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. And then 1 Corinthians 6.20, that's what that said. And then Matthew 5.16 states, In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see the good works and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. May our focus be honoring to our God rather than pleasing ourselves. So, have you ever seen something that you, like, didn't necessarily want to see? (laughs) I know that I definitely have. Um, Whether it's something kind of, like, small, like, just seeing, like, maybe someone, like, walking around in their underpants... Or something um, that's extreme like pornography, once you've seen something, it's really hard to unsee it. And I know it's oftentimes very hard to get that image out of your head. And some things, if you're exposed to them like porn, it can become an addiction. So, uh, I'm going to say that I'm not going to go too into depth on pornography because it's something that I haven't personally struggled with. But I thought I would just kind of like brush the surface because I feel like God was kind of leading me to get into that this week. Um, and so if this is something that you do struggle with and you have an addiction to pornography um, and you feel yourself being convicted right now, I would recommend that after this video you go check out some other Christian influencers that have actually struggled with porn and who are very open about this subject um, so that you can learn more about how to stop your addiction. So, I mean, there are probably so many influencers out there that have struggled with porn and who are super open about um, their struggles and then how when they came to know Jesus, um, they transformed their life, or Jesus transformed their life. But um, two influencers that I would definitely recommend are Katie Patty. It's just spelled like K-A-T-Y-P-A-T-Y. Um, and then also Zach Webb. And so I know that both of them have struggled with porn in their past, but have been completely and like so completely transformed by God and his grace and are very open about talking about their healing.
Okay, so often when I've heard stories about other people um, seeing porn for the first time, it definitely was not on purpose. Um, many people have been exposed to it at parties, sleepovers, or with friends. So coming into this episode, I knew what porn was, but I definitely did not realize how common and serious it was. So um, I just Googled some like facts about porn, so I thought, let's take a look at some facts. Um, so did you know that around 12% of websites are pornographic? Um, now that might not sound like a lot, you're like, oh, it's only 12%. Um, but just think about it this way. How many websites are there on the internet? There are probably definitely too many to count. Um, I mean, there's definitely like a website for everything. Google anything. You'll find a website about it. So let's say even if there were only 1 million websites, which I'm pretty sure there are like a lot more. But for example, there are only 1 million websites. There'd be 120,000 websites that are pornographic. That's a crazy number, and that's only for a million websites. Um, and so, because we now have the internet, it is so much easier. I think that's proper grammar. I'm not quite sure. But it's way easier to watch porn because it's literally just at the tip of your fingers. All you have to do is go on your browser and search it. And it's also, I find would people would say it's like easier to do it like quote unquote in secret um because you can watch it when no one is around and you can easily like click the exit button when someone is to come around and so i definitely found this crazy when i was hearing other people's testimony about how they were exposed to porn um and it was just at such a young age because when i was younger i didn't even know what sex was i thought that babies were created when people kissed and that's why you kiss the bride on your wedding day true story um but when i was googling some facts about um addiction to pornography i learned that one in ten people are exposed um under the age of 10 so there are like 780 million um kids who are exposed to porn under the age of 10 and i find that like so crazy um and 30 percent of people who are watching porn are 10 to 14 um, 30% are 15 to 18, and so whether you're at a party sleepover or scrolling on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, we just need to be so careful what we watch because it can be so addictive, and I know that, like, you could say I was scrolling through TikTok and I didn't mean to see, like, this person doing, like, this, like, sexual provocative dance, like, I don't know, the WAP dance or something like that, and that's so true, but then when you say, like, should if this is going to be a temptation or we know it is a temptation then maybe we just need to get rid of tiktok which i know sucks because tiktok can be so 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 addicting but we just need to really be careful with what we're seeing and so if that means that we should delete tiktok for a little bit then i think that's what you need to do because there's always instagram reels and for me i don't know why but i found that my I'm on like Christian Instagram reels and I used to be on Christian TikTok, but I'm kind of not anymore. So honestly, I just go and watch Instagram reels over TikTok because I feel like it's not as inappropriate. And maybe that's just because I don't follow the people who are doing sexual inappropriate dances. Okay, so have you ever noticed that like at the end of every movie, especially like those Hallmark um 
Christmas, romantic movies, it always ends with a kiss. Or, like, when we're watching TV shows, we're at, like, the edge of our seats waiting for, like, these love interests to kiss. We're like, come on, just, like, kiss each other already. We know you like each other. We just want to see you kiss. I don't know. I know a lot of people do that. Maybe you don't. But anyway, <laughs> movies have created such an unrealistic expectation of that you have to show someone that you love them by a kiss or in some cases more than a kiss but what really is love so god says in john there's no greater love than to lay your life down for one's friend and so that's definitely more of the love that we get from god because god sent jesus to die on the cross for us so he laid down his life for us um but in corinthians it says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Nowhere in this passage or in the Bible does it say love is only shown by physical relationships. Um, It's actually the opposite. God says love is patient. Love is not about you and what fulfills you. Love builds up and protects. Love seeks God in his way to enjoy what he has offered us in his time. So, the world and porn says lust after physical pleasures. But God says love is patient pornography and honestly the way of the world twists the truth um of true love and makes us believe that someone isn't showing affection physically they don't love us but first john 2 16 says for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride of life is not from the father it is from the world as a result of being exposed to sensual images sensual in the movies and short media clips, we crave to satisfy the lust of our flesh, thinking we are craving love and we go out of God's will and have sex before marriage or go further physically in relationship than we should. So in hearing other people's testimonies and like how they began watching porn, it is often led to sleeping around. So it starts to kind of like skew their view on people and they start to see people and even themselves as objects and they start not really caring about that person, but they only use them to get something, if that makes sense. So this could not be further from the truth. In Romans, it said, love must be sincere. In Genesis, it says we are made in the image of God. And in 1 Corinthians, it says we are a temple. Nowhere here does it say treat others as objects and use them to get what you want. The Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Okay? So when we start thinking of ourselves as objects and we often stop looking for our worth in God. Our worth will start to come from boys. Our body count, who you dated, who you like, who's sliding into your DMs, who asked for your pics, etc. 
And I know for me, even though I never watched or struggled with porn, I still used to try to find my worth in boys and how they viewed me. If they were interested in me, and instead of finding my worth as being perfectly defined in and through God. Then we get so consumed in our appearance and, oh, if I do this, will that make him like me will that he be attracted to me or if i do this then will he stop liking me or will i look weird and this is like seriously so mentally tiring trust me i know i have been there um because when you don't receive that attention from the boy then you almost start to feel worthless and unloved because that's what society teaches us whereas god says in psalms you are fearfully and wonderfully made he says he loved you so much that he gave your his only son up for you and that's in john three sixteen. god's life is priceless and unfailing it says in psalm 36 7 and in the words of katie patty i quote objectifying someone is not love end quote unfortunately porn can twist your view on love and people and their worth and it's so important um, that you believe the opposite. So, if you're struggling with porn, is it a sin? Yes, it definitely is. Is it twisting your view of love and sex? Most likely. Is it objectifying people? Yes. But, because you're struggling with porn does not make you a lost case. And does not mean that God will never forgive you absolutely not god will forgive you yes porn is a sin yes it is addictive yes it is a battle to resist but in god's eyes all sins are the same sin is sin if you accept jesus into your heart and you believe that he died and rose again for your sins and you're a born again believer god will forgive you and he will always give you a way out jesus loves you like he really loves you, that kind of love that is unfailing no matter what you have done or who you are. Jesus is waiting for you with open arms. He is waiting for you to turn around and turn to him, choose him, and to ask for forgiveness. Guys, porn is a serious thing. If you're struggling with it, I would say go to your parents, go to a mentor or a youth leader, a pastor, an elder. Be honest with them and be honest with God. They will understand. We have all sinned. We have all fallen short from the glory of God. And hopefully by going to these people, they will be able to keep you accountable in this journey and quit porn. Because God will always provide you with a way out. So you could try to get through this alone, but it will be so much better if you just go to someone who can keep you accountable. And I would also recommend to follow other Christian influencers on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or whatever, and watch their testimonies and see how they have also struggled, but also recovered. And then they can tell you firsthand how to deal with porn addiction. Now you might be thinking, Amy, be careful little eyes what you see. What if it wasn't my fault that I saw in the first place and now I'm addicted? That is true. 
And now that you can see the problem, see, okay, I'm struggling with porn, even though it wasn't necessarily my fault that I got addicted to it or that I watched it the first time, you can see, okay, there is a sin, there is a problem, there is an addiction, and you can confess your sins, flee from it, and then draw near to God. Allow his love to heal you, and remember that love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good, it says in Romans 12.9. And then in James 4.8, it says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness above all. I have been learning that God's will always provides an exit door. So no matter how deep you feel like you are, no matter how lost you feel like you are, God will always provide an exit. Sometimes it will be hard. Sometimes there will be things in the way of the exit door that you're going to have to um, destroy first. But there will always be an exit door and Jesus will always provide a way for you to get to the exit door. Um, so I just want to pray for you quickly, and then I also will be praying for you. Dear Lord, I just want to pray for whoever is on the opposite side of this screen. If they are dealing with an addiction like porn, or even if it's not porn, if it's something like, um, anything that they're seeing, that they're not being careful with their eyes, Lord, I pray that you would help them get through this, Lord. I know that you will provide a way, but Lord, I pray that this person will accept that way. I pray that you would give this person the courage to go to their parents or their pastor or an elder because I know that that person, the elder or the people who are above them will want to help them and it will be so much easier if they find someone who they can keep accountable with. Lord, sometimes it is scary to go to someone in authority of us because we don't want to disappoint them. We don't want them... Um, we feel ashamed of what we were going through, but Lord, I pray that you would give them the courage to be able to get help because sometimes, Lord, you provide people in our lives who can help us. And I pray that everyone here who is listening to the podcast will have a great rest of their week. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, everyone, I just want to say thank you so, so, so much for listening to this week's episode. It was definitely more of a serious one. It is definitely one that going into this episode, I was not very, um, I did not have a lot of knowledge on it, but I learned a lot writing this episode and I'm so glad that I could learn from it and that I could write it and hopefully it will help you. Um, and I will be praying over all of you, but I just wanted to say one thing quickly. Um... You might be like, okay, Amy, you say, oh, be careful little eyes what you see, but I do not specifically struggle with porn. I struggle with something else. Or like, how much can you watch without it being a sin? So we all know when we're at school or we're somewhere and then there's always a rule. It'll be like, don't touch the dodgeball or something like that. And then there's always that one kid that's like, well, what if I touch it with my foot? Can I touch the dodgeball with my foot? And they're like, no, you can't. That's like against the rules. You're still touching it. Or if they're like, okay, then what if I'm touching it? What if I'm touching the floor, which is touching the ceiling, which is touching the dodgeball? And there's always like someone who's trying to get as close to breaking the rule without breaking the rule. And I feel like 
Christianity, we don't want it to all be about rules. We want it to be about drawing nearer to God, living for God, having a strong relationship with God. And then through that, we want to try to not conform to the patterns of this world, which I talked about in last week's episode. So I feel like when we are struggling with something we shouldn't be so focused on is this a sin is this not a sin we should be focused on the conviction am i really desiring to um like grow in my relationship with god by doing this if god was sitting right beside me right now would i still want to be watching this does that make sense so i feel like it should not be such like a right or wrong sin or no sin it should be like your conviction it should be um your heart and I feel like a lot of Christians are like, okay, how close can I get to this sin without it being a sin? Because we want to like um, satisfy the desires of our flesh. And so we try to see how close we can get to sinning without actually sinning. And so I just wanted to say that really um, take a look at your life and see what you're doing and see if you will be convicted by something. Ask God, pray to him, be like, hey, God, please convict me of what I'm doing wrong. Because sometimes we might be like, this isn't necessarily sin. It doesn't say this in the Bible. But if what you're doing is not honoring God, it's not drawing near to God, and it's not growing in your relationship with God, chances are maybe you should not be doing it. But thank you guys again so much for listening to this week's episode. And I just want to say, make sure you go follow us on Instagram. It's called Dear Teenage Girl. And just have an amazing rest of your week. Oh, 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 oh,